hi everyone, welcome back to another Female Spotlight episode. Um, very excited to be back. Today I'm speaking to Henna, who is very, very inspiring and she uses her platform for good. Um, she's explored topics like race, intersectional um, feminism, as well as self-love and body positivity. So today's conversation is all about kind of self-love and body positivity. So I am really, really excited to explore this conversation further with her. Hello. Hey! How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thank yes, you so much for having me. Thanks for speaking to me today. I know that we've been going back and forth in DM for some time now. Uh, so it's really nice to finally see you and speak to you. Um, before we get into all the questions that I have for you, I just <laughs> want to know um, how you've been and how you're doing. I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, been, a, it's been a weird year, but um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. Just I'm very busy just working and trying to you know keep up with all the different changes and stuff yeah. I'm in the UK so we've we've just come out of a lockdown um and yeah just sort of trying to stay connected with everyone that I love and stuff yeah so. get back to normal slowly but surely it's been Hopefully. a very interesting year to say the least um yeah. well I'm glad that you're doing well and kind of trying to keep up with everything that's going on in the world right now um so before we get into, again, all the questions, I just want you to introduce yourself because sometimes, like, obviously I've introduced you and I've kind of given a little biography about who you are, but i just love to know kind of, you know, who is Henna behind kind of the social media platform? Like, yeah, who are you? <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's such a difficult question. I feel like I always feel, like, so thrown when I get asked that. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, aside from... I mean, I'm I'm pretty... I'm pretty much trying to transparent like on my account it's pretty much what you see is what you get um but I mean aside from all the sort of you know activism and I'm a writer and I'm a you know a, a self-love ad- advocate and things like that um I'm also just you know I love sunsets and <laughs> I love my dog and um I love music um I love to read and learn even though I don't get tons of time to do that and um yeah I mean I'm just a, I'm a really social person I just enjoy I enjoy connecting with people and spending time with my loved ones. I love a debate. Um, <laughs> Always yeah, good. Yeah, just, yeah, things like that. But yeah, I mean, that's, I guess. Uh, yeah, and then that's, that's who you are. No, I love that. And the reason why I ask is because I think sometimes we tend to go on someone's social media page and we kind of, I think, create this idea of who this person is. But I think behind it all, we're all very normal, kind of just, you know, normal people at the end of the end of the day. Um, so yeah, I wanted to um, tell you how I first came across you. And I think I've kind of said this already, but uh, I came across your Instagram and the first picture that I saw was a picture of you in the mirror. And, you know, obviously you lose your body and, you know, the, your curves. And it was the very first time that I had seen an, a brown girl, I want to emphasize brown girl, um, being so raw and authentic with her body and just kind of really using her platform for good. And that I think sometimes is lacking in a way. I think you see a lot of kind of other... Um, coaches and other people really promoting that whole um, inclusive and diversity movement but I think within our South Asian kind of um, community that sometimes is lacking and I think since then I've definitely discovered loads of other you know beautiful girls that are doing that with their platform but you were definitely the first for me um, so I'd love to know you know how has your journey began so how did it begin and how has that kind of looked like for you? Because I'm sure that, you know, sometimes it might seem really easy on social media, but I'm sure you've had to kind of 
go through that personal growth yourself as well. Um, so I'd love for you to tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, I sort of, I think, entered onto the kind of social media scene when I was at a pretty good place, to be fair, with my um, sort of like self-love journey. Yeah. And I think, yeah, before that, it was a long, long ass journey of lots of back and forth and, you know, yeah. lots of sort of um, periods of feeling good about myself and then not and battling all the different sort of outside messaging um, that we get. And Definitely. also with like, you know, the the very much internalised all this internalized like self-hate and like you know colonialization all these different things that come yeah. into it so um yeah I mean I guess my you know I'm a naturally quite hairy uh brown skin curvy girl and that was very difficult to navigate I think especially living in an all like literally all white area yeah and it was just very much like uh, when it comes to sort of describing how I sort of got into this sort of like body positivity thing for me, it was just kind of like, I sort of, I don't remember when, like, God knows when, but like, it just got to a point where I kind of thought, I can't be like this all the time. Like, you know, I think I saw, um, I think it's a quote by like Lizzo. I think she said like, you know, self-love is not a choice. It's about survival. And I think yeah. definitely I resonate with that so much. <clears throat> for me, it is completely about the fact that I was like, I can't move through my life hating myself and definitely living with all you know because it, it isn't just about thinking you're unattractive it then goes down to your self-worth and how you allow people to treat you and the relationships you get into and the people yeah. you will, will keep around you like all of that is so intertwined and I think I just yeah got to a point where I was like fuck it I need to <laughs> I need to I can't be like this anymore Absolutely. and you know I think I was very lucky I think this is quite a rare um a rare experience yeah. for brown girls but my family my parents were very much like they you know built me and both my sisters up to be very confident and like always sort of gave us very like affirming uh type like kind of affirmations almost yeah yeah exactly and I think that really did help so that so that you know I, I always tell my friends and my friends know this as a kid like I was such a cocky like little shit like I was so like I literally even though I was like chubby as hell and like you know had braces and all this stuff like I just had a lot of confidence but I think yeah. that got very much eroded when I hit puberty and you start you know you start noticing things about your body and like how you're supposed to look and I think it that's when my confidence definitely took a bit of a nosedive so even though I had this great atmosphere at home yeah the, out, the outside world very much made me reminded me of like social media as well creates these unrealistic expectations of what bodies should look like absolutely 100%. yeah and I think from then it just sort of you know like I said I got to that point where I was like right I don't want to I don't want to be like this I want to be happy I want to you yeah. know sort of live my life and not 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 live my life shackled by the way my body is the fact that I've got absolutely. body hair or that I'm 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 a bigger girl like you know I'm not I'm not I'm not like you know I'm not really big but I'm also I'm not big but I'm not skinny but yeah. you know it's it, it was a, it was a bit of a weird a weird like zone in between of. in a way yeah I get you exactly yeah, yeah. so you know I, I'm I'm not plus size in the in the completely conventional way and in the way that we see a lot of these things but um yeah in terms of just body positivity I just sort of thought you know I didn't even get on into Instagram to do body positivity at first it was more that I wanted to raise awareness about different social issues and I wanted to sort of carve out a safe space you know as women of color like we there's not really a lot of spaces for us to 
not talk about our experiences and I just kind of thought okay I just want my own version and my own area so I just made my page for that and then to be honest it just kind of went from there and I think it was like one or two posts I did and I just sort of thought like I'm just going to do it and like you know you know just to sort of like you know that that cliche of like be the change you want to see but it genuinely is that yeah uh, so for me that's definitely yeah what it what it was about yeah and now obviously like when did you start your um inst- like not start but when did you start to post about your body like a few years ago maybe now it was oh, i think it's only been like a year and a half oh my god so that's yeah. quite recent then yeah 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 oh amazing well it's obviously had such an impact already in that time time in, in, in that time frame then which yeah. is amazing i thought it might have been like two three years but a year and a half and you've already had such impact that's amazing um I resonate with a lot that you said I think especially around kind of being in that in between because for like with me for example I'm not particularly petite like I'm kind of tall and I've definitely got like curves as well but I'm not kind of on the plus size side either and it's kind of that in between that you are in and I think social media definitely um paints this image for you to you know if only if you are petite you're kind of pretty or whatever that might be and I think that is what really creates that toxic mindset is having this um, image on the from the outside world that kind of then kind of plants a seed inside your brain um, and you kind of mentioned obviously you had your ups and downs and it obviously took a lot of personal growth from within for you to get to where you are now and loving your body but I'm sure you know we all have our bad days and we all go through days where even if you might be really confident for like the week or two weeks you will you know have days where you are a bit more down and a bit more kind of maybe upset or sad and so how do you deal with um days like that like what is your coping mechanism I think um day to day I think I this is something quite recent as well. I never used to do this so much but sort of I've been really thinking about at the moment like how do we speak to ourselves like we spend so much time in our heads yeah. especially obviously this year as well of of just having so much more time on our hands to spend by ourselves and I really kind of got thinking that like, how am I speaking to myself on like a day-to-day basis and yeah you know once I became kind of conscious of that I kind of realized that I don't always I don't always talk to myself very nicely and like you know like I said like you know and my body type as well like I I'm curvy but I've also got like I'm curvy in the areas that you shouldn't be curvy either like you know I've got quite a big belly I've got hip dips I've got love handles like you know all these different things and I think um it's sometimes I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like oh like you know even even the curvy women that I see on social media oh they've got flat stomachs and I have not I've got very yeah. Flat, yeah, flat stomach yeah 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 flat stomach and um I think I've, I've started to use sort of affirmations like I write them down a lot I kind of I try to like give myself little confident compliments in the mirror um and I just do things that make me feel good so like I'll you know every morning I sort of like I do little things like I brush my eyebrows and I curl my eyelashes and um just those little 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 things just which make a big big difference exactly just give me a little boost for the day uh but yeah I definitely think the way I speak to myself I think you know it when I'm struggling I think that's what really does help me um to sort of combat all these little all the those little voices that we have in our heads about like oh my stomach's too big or my, my my arms are too hairy things like that I think for me, it's realizing as well that those voices are not us. It's yeah. the outside world. It's the media. It's, it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's all these systems that work very, very well to keep us in our places. And that, you know, whether it's patriarchy, white supremacy, capitalism, like all yeah. these things, they work so, so well to, you know, and, and they, we've internalized them so much 
that we think that's us talking to ourselves like oh you're fat you're this you're that but it's not it's you know it's all those things I think recognizing that and taking a step back and being like okay I know that's not actually coming from a place inside me it's coming from somewhere else so definitely yeah so that that as well I think when I have down days and also you know sort of this is I I think it's much easier said than done as well but sometimes if I feel bad about myself I just think to myself I ain't got fucking time for this like (laughs) I'm just not thinking about it and you know a lot of the time it it does kind of just pass and you know the next day it's a new day and you know you're you know we can't be always you can't be loving yourself and celebrating and like you know, 24 7 that's unrealistic fact, yeah it's so unrealistic and it's, it's impossible like who's no one's got the energy for that Absolutely. so you know it's sort of accepting that you are going to have down points and you know i think a lot of a lot of self-love no matter what you're sort of working on it it always comes down to healing yeah like whether it's healing your relationship with your body the way that you look at yourself the way you speak to yourself and we all know this that healing is not linear so it's going to be up and down back and forth all yeah. around and I think it's sort of accepting that and sort of accepting that even those down points are part of the process and they're part of the bigger picture of Definitely. getting somewhere else. Yeah, in a yeah. Place. absolutely. I love what you said about how you're not going to love yourself every single day, every, like that's so unrealistic. And I think, for example, social media can play a huge role in maybe you feeling down one day and then it's a simple cue for you to maybe then just take a day off from social media, just put your phone away or just, deactivate in somewhere delete the app or something and it's just small things like that that you, that you can do and that can really then kind of calm your mind down. and then maybe the next day you feel completely fine again but yeah exactly. I think it's taking those small small steps like for example journaling or like affirmations just things like that can make a huge huge impact exactly um, and I think I think as women of color as well like you know when not even women of color but anyone who belongs to a marginalized group whatever that may be it's also recognizing that we're fighting against, you know, and, and the intersectionality of all those things. Yeah. That, like, we're fighting against so many different things. Like, for me, as a as a South Asian woman, I'm fighting against the fact that I'm brown. Yeah. Then the fact that I'm not light skinned by any means. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like I always say, I'm like a mid brown. <laughs> um. So I, I'm sort of somewhere in between there. Then I'm also hairy and. I've you know I'm a curvy part I'm a curvy woman as well so it's like all when you look at all the different things and there's separate there's separate you know like negative messaging for all those different things and it's impossible to combat those all the time so yeah we're also recognizing that it is harder the more marginalized you are absolutely and it's funny because I think a lot of South Asian girls are hairier than you know other kind of um, identities and other cultures like that is just a given fact and it is a huge, huge struggle because we're spending hours waxing or threading and going through all these different things. And sometimes it honestly, it can be a massive um, kind of let down to your confidence. But then as you said, you know, there's so many different things that we are battling. Um, but again, I think it's just taking it day by day and step by step. And I think recognizing that we're all in this together. We're not kind of batting this on ourselves in a way. Um exactly. And so I know that obviously you are posting um, pictures of social media and I think it's, you know, one thing, loving yourself and kind of being confident in your skin. But I think, you know, it can be very daunting if you are putting images, you know, on social media, because as you're aware, it, you know, that circulates and that spreads from hundreds to thousands of people. So 
I'm just curious, has that kind of ever been daunting for you where, you know, you obviously are a public kind of profile and you have put yourself out there? I'm sure that must have been, you know, daunting or maybe a bit scary in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, even like, just in general, like, I'm quite a private person, like, I'm yeah. like, in, in my day to day life, like, I'm not, a, I'm not really like an oversharer at all so I think it, yeah. it was weird for me to sort of like bear myself to absolutely to, you know, both sort of figuratively and physically yeah um to people but yeah it, it was it, it was scary and it was weird and it was um you know it, it's it's been a, a bit mixed like in terms of you know I've had the, you know especially the things that I post about like again especially with bodies the more like again like the more marginalized your body is I feel like the like the biggest the bigger the like fetish is towards it yeah and you know that I've definitely had a lot of that and it's been awful but um yeah you know but on the flip side like that that has been that's been the worst part like thinking like who is saving my pictures like who is and you can't see that it's all yeah you don't know anonymous, I don't yeah. know what people are doing like they could be circulating them I'm not I don't know but I think it's sort of a calculated risk you take isn't it and yeah I kind of for me it's more about it's more about the brown women who are seeing that and that helps them in some way and that whether it's you know them seeing representation them seeing someone who looks like them or them Definitely. feeling boosted by by me sort of like I, I said this to a friend earlier like me loving myself loudly if that helps someone for me that is way more yeah. worth it like regardless of what the creepy ass men are doing about it like that doesn't matter it doesn't really come into the equation for me when it when I actually think about the women I'm helping and sort of the goodness and the good energy I'm putting into the world absolutely so have you received like dms from women who've kind of reached out to you saying like oh my god like this has really helped me or just any kind of messages like that yeah I haven't honestly it the drive it gives me to carry on doing it like, I can't even put it into Definitely. words like, oh yeah for sure it's, it's amazing and every, every time someone reaches out like like I'm not even scared to say it like I've actually cried before because I've been like oh my god of like, course. So, this is just so like not even just fulfilling but it's just so pure and I just love I love sort of seeing the the impact of like I said me just and I'm not even doing that much I'm just being and I'm, I'm, I'm yourself sort of, yeah I'm just sort of living my truth and seeing that that resonates with people and hearing that like it just means so much and I think it you know it like I said it just it just pushes me on to do more and I just want like it, it just makes me feel just like really nice and also it helps me like you know sort of as much as we as much as I try to not sort of feed into sort of like you know all the the world <laughs> but yeah. at the end of the day someone saying someone giving me any kind of compliment even if it is that person saying oh you've really helped me that helps my confidence and that that yeah. gives me that gives me that good energy as well and I just I just sort of I just love to love to see it and I love to be a part of it as well yeah I, I think compliments and um, especially when it's from people that you don't know and it's you know someone completely like a stranger to you it means that much more because it means that you you resonate with them and it, that energy is kind of delivered you know through an Instagram picture which is crazy but I think Instagram has that power where you really can be impacted by um, images that you see so on the same topic of social media um, 
I think what I've heard loads is, you know, be very selective with the people that you follow because again, influencers, celebrities especially can sometimes play an impact in, um, you know, how you feel about yourself, especially like all the models that are posting and, you know, they all look, their bodies are very, very identical. You know, you've got the slim, you know, bust and figure um, on these models. And so in your personal experience, has that ever been the case for you where, you know, you have maybe followed these models or these celebrities and it has impacted you negatively where you've been scrolling and you've kind of, you know, seen pictures that might have made you self-doubt yourself in a way? Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's um, like on a sort of general, um, like on, on like a, a general level, I think seeing seeing all like this sort of perfection all the time, it subconsciously damages so much in terms yeah. of the way we see ourselves. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm not like, I just think like influencer, like the influencer culture and stuff, I just, I'm not here for it at all. Um, I don't really follow, like I'm sort of the same, like as much as I'm a figure on Instagram, like I also use it like, you know, I use my Instagram to, curate like a, a feed that makes me feel good like you know and if yeah. I come across posts that don't make me feel good I, I won't follow the account yeah and um but I think it's difficult because there's for me I find as a South Asian woman it's difficult to you know you want to you, you see the people who are doing stuff and it's like great yeah. Asians brilliant and you you'll go and follow them but then it's also like but it's only palatable Asians. It's slim, very light skinned. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They all know, look the same. <laughs> able bodied, like, like straight, like all of them. They're, it, it's a, it's a very specific mold. So as, yeah. as much as it's nice to, to see the representation, it, it has to go beyond just like them being there. Like you know, it's what does it actually mean? And I think, yeah, that that just like I said the, the whole sort of inf like influences in general I just I'm not really a fan and I yeah. just think that you know it's like you said it's it's very detrimental to to just like the way you you feel about yourself and I think it's um needs to be taken with like a, a yeah. big pinch of salt because you know as much as you know because as as, again on that topic of like seeing South Asians doing their thing whether they're influencers yeah. or whether they're makeup artists or anything like that I think again it sort of comes down to sometimes they can still make you feel bad about yourself because sometimes because a lot of the time they're perfect and they're light-skinned and you know they have eurocentric features and like all these different things and then then it's almost like well it actually sometimes can work against us even yeah. so even with that even with south asians and you know i'm so happy that there's so many more south asians yeah. now Definitely. doing their thing and being creatives and being influencers like great that we need to all pursue that but it's also recognizing that some of them play into the exact things that we're trying to get away from. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing as well is how easy it is to edit your pictures. And I think, um, you know, tools like Photoshop, but even apps you can just get from like the app store and just get on your phone. Like it is so easy to smooth mm -hmm. your skin out. I mean, even change your skin color, make yourself lighter and um, cinch in your waist or your butt or whatever that might be. And I think, we really underestimate how many women and girls just of all kind of identities are doing that. Um, yeah. And I think once you factor that in, it, I think it is a game changer because if we all smoothed our skin out and made ourselves look a certain way, then we would all be looking identical. But I think it's really bearing in mind that social media is, I think um, it's great because people like you are having an impact and a positive impact, but 
you're right. I think some, you know, South Asian women, especially that influencer culture, tend to really fit in um, the same mold pretty much. And I, I think editing plays a huge, huge role in that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you as well, uh, just a random question, but what are your thoughts on um, working out? And I'll make it more specific. What I mean by that is sometimes people say that, you know, to um, work out to achieve a certain body kind of type, and that's obviously to be slimmer, whatever that might be. But on the flip side, I think working out can just be to be healthy and just to get the energy out and just to make yourself feel better. Um, is that something that you kind of um, have factored into your lifestyle where you just want to do things like yoga, for example, or, you know, regular workouts? Or are you someone that kind of says that, you know, it doesn't really do much for me and it's not really something that I want to kind of engage in per se? I had a really, really toxic um, relationship with fitness in general. I think being, you know, I always say I was, I was like a fat kid and then being a curvy woman now, um, I very much, and I'm sure everyone else who's got a body type like mine or even anyone who's like me or larger felt very excluded from yeah. the world of fitness. And I think as well, like, it, it was, you know, even like so deep rooted to like back to like PE, like when, <laughs> oh like, my God, you know, PE. yeah, when like all the skinny girls used to lap me and I hated cross country and I hated like athletics and shit. And like, it, I was bad at it because I, <laughs> I was fat and like, you know, and, and again, like, uh, but it wasn't, I was then made to feel like, oh, this space isn't for you because you yeah. don't, because you're not slim, because you're not good at these sports. Like, you know, so I think for, for ages, I didn't, I didn't really do anything. And then when I, like during my teenagers, when I did work out, it was purely to be skinny. And it, I mean, it never worked. And, <laughs> um, you know, it was all to do with how I looked. So it, it never was to do with health, which is obviously what fitness is supposed to be about. So Absolutely, yeah. um, I went very much back and forth with it. And now I'm at a place where I want to work out to be healthy and I want to be strong. I don't, and then I don't give a shit how my body looks because of it but I just want to be healthy and strong so you know I practice I practice yoga um, and I also do things that I like so this is the thing I used to try and force myself to like run and like I don't like running and you know I, I hate I don't like cardio workouts and things like that like so you know, also it's I've sort of found things that worked for me so I like doing yoga I mean partly for fitness but also in like just you for know, yourself yeah and like for my spirituality and decolonizing and sort of reconnecting with my culture and my heritage it's such a big part of my heritage like half my family is hindu so i like yoga is it is literally in my blood so you know doing that is also not just about fitness it's about my identity as well um and then like i like to you know i, I enjoy walking um sort of going on hikes and stuff so just finding things that work for me and i at least i know like this sort of thing like the way i look at it is i think every day i just want to move my body in some way whatever yeah. that is, because i know it's healthy for me um but it's you know again it's been a, like i said it's it sounds great that i'm saying it all now but like genu genuinely like i almost had like a fitness phobia because i was so yeah, uncomfortable absolutely. with it because i had such a horrible relationship with it because it just made me it made me feel just like it made me feel useless and just lazy about yourself yeah it made, it made me feel shit so i think you know you have to go it, it was a lot of back and forth again yeah um sort of into finding something that you know doing it for the right reasons yeah so, like, i'm doing it for the right reasons now yeah um which i think is difficult for a lot of plus size or curvy or fat however you describe your body like for a lot of people like that um you know sort of of, of the bigger like plus size community it's very difficult to mm -hmm. 
to, to get to a good place with it because we are constantly told you don't belong here you're unhealthy you're this you're that and yeah it, it's, it's really hard but yeah. yeah there are some great there are some great people out there on social media like you know sort of sort of like you know being really great role models like one of my favorites is my friend Rini she's um at a brown girl runs and she's like she's doing bits so <laughs> you should go follow her she's a great she's a great person like who talks a lot about diet culture and um, Love that. Sort of, like in like bettering your relationship with your body yeah. while also being um active and stuff as well yeah absolutely and we glad I asked that question because um I think one thing you have to listen to your body I think it's so important to respect it and again as you said like if you don't like to run don't do it like you can just go for a walk instead yeah. um and I think as well with fitness I think a lot of the times it's made out to be you need to train five days a week doing three times cardio and then two times weight and then yoga like I think it's such a what's the word like it just seems like such a busy thing to be doing but in reality it can be very simple if you for example just take a walk like once a day and then maybe do yoga like twice in the week for example that might make a huge difference but you're doing it for yourself and you feel better at the end of the day and I think it's so important to um keep your body in movement which I think is is crucial and that can come in different forms it doesn't have to be a specific you know workout that you see everyone else doing on Instagram for example exactly and I think the issue is as well is that so much of the like the fitness world it's all that all the stuff is geared towards oh here's how to get abs here's how to lose, lose weight yeah here's how to you know grow your bum and like all these like they're that when they're all so centered around what you what your body looks like how the fuck is it about health it's not it, it ne- ne- never once have I seen a video which says like oh do this to feel better about yourself or like for your health but it's always been what you're saying like lose weight or do this and that and it's, it is so toxic yeah it really really is um so what advice and this is a, a big big question um but what advice would you give to kind of younger um you know girls especially kind of brown women because as you said we you know we go through a multiple of different kind of not problems but definitely kind of aspects like body hair for example etc cetera, etc cetera. and so what advice would you give to um yeah younger kind of brown women or even women our age because again we're all on this journey and different kind of points in our lives yeah um oh god there's there's so much um, i know yeah <laughs> i think um one one big thing for me i think is definitely like become a bit more conscious about like the reasons why you don't like yourself so whether it's you know you don't like your nose you don't like your body hair you don't like your weight like question those things and when you really really question the 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 things you don't like about yourself you will find that the real root of those things is nothing to do with you but everything to do with the way that the world works to keep you down essentially and to keep you in the place that they've given to you so you know I'll speak about my experience as a South Asian woman so for example with body hair so I I've had a you know a really again another back and forth journey with my body hair and stuff and I'm a hairy hairy brown girl and it's for me it became you know to stop feeling bad about it you like I sort of questioned it and I thought okay well why 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 don't I like my body hair or why is it seen as bad to have body hair and then from there it kind of you know there's sort of two aspects to this it's you know from the questioning that I've kind of done it's like 
on the one hand you've got like patriarchy so you know we as women we are taught you need to contour and literally like mutilate your body yeah to be palatable and to be attractive to a man yeah and that is the basis of it so you know breaking that down I was like okay well the only reason that I I'm told I should shave and you know get razor burn and get rashes and feel uncomfortable and itchy is just so a man will like me well that's fucking shit and (laughs) sort of like question that and then say okay well that's the only reason I do it then I need to sort of get to a point with where it's kind of like okay well is that something that I am actually comfortable with or you know and and you're doing it for the wrong like am I doing it for the wrong reasons then like on the other hand with with that I think is 100% a colonial reason and it's the fact that you know South Asian women we're hairy like you know we're, we're sort of known for being hairy but that's also been um put into and used as one of the really negative stereotypes about us and I feel like it's really been weaponized to you know strip us of our femininity and strip us of our beauty and like make us hate ourselves and again you know and then with that the darker you are as well you get impacted by that more and I think it and you know it, it is it is rooted in racism and it's rooted in the fact that you know the the reasons that you know, when I was when I was younger, when people made fun of my body hair, they weren't just doing it because I was a girl. It was hundred percent because I was brown as well. Because yeah, you know, if a if a white girl's hairy, obviously still there's the patriarchy to it. So it's like you know, nowhere near though. Exactly, and it's like the 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 damage is so much more deep rooted when you are brown because of the racism that lies underneath it and the fact that you know this is getting very big picture now but you know so much of colonialism was to make us hate ourselves so to the point that we have no self-worth we don't think anything of ourselves and then we are convinced that whiteness is a thing to aspire to because we can be happy if we're closer to being white yeah the lighter you are the more attractive you are exactly and even and you know even with that white women were presented as hairless and they were presented as oh these these women are better than you because they haven't got hair and it's just like when you and again so sorry I've gone on a big tangent but (laughs) back to the point is question that stuff like you know when you break it down I then realized okay well actually yeah there's there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with the way I look there's nothing wrong with the way that my body just is naturally it's all to do with these systems and you know that's one thing I would say so I think because once you break that down you can separate yourself from the actual issue yeah yeah um and then in terms of advice after that I think it would just be like do things because they make you feel good so like you know especially with things like body hair like and accepting your body for the way it is is your body like again as women we are taught that we have no autonomy or choice over our bodies but reclaiming that means like you know doing things because they make us feel good and you know whether you want to shave whether you don't whether you you know whether you but then yeah it is it's very complex I think for every person to the individual but I think yeah definitely questioning those things and then you know change the way you talk to yourself yeah because absolutely that will have such a big impact yeah. on the way that you you know over time when you speak to yourself with compassion when you when you actually give yourself compliments when you focus on good things about yourself and also yeah. combating negative thoughts so you know I've had this before I look in the mirror and like 
a little voice goes, you look fat. But when I stop and combat that and go, no, I don't, I look, I look fine. beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And even if, and even if I do look fat, that isn't a bad thing. And Absolutely. again, it's so, so hard because we've internalized so much self-hate on so yeah. many different levels. Yeah. But I think it's just sort of like, you can't tackle the huge thing straight away. No. You know, little things day by day, those little things become big things. And, you know, you'll look back in a year or however long and you'll feel completely different about yourself. Absolutely. I think the small things all add up when done consistently. I think as well, just do it for yourself. I think if you want to shave, do it for yourself. Don't do it because you have to or because that's like the norm in, in, in a way or so. I think once you start to do things for yourself, that's really when you kind of take responsibility of your life in a way, I think. Yeah. Um, that's really good advice. I think you kind of gave the full picture of, um, of where, where to start, I think, and especially the small things definitely is, is a huge, a huge piece of it. So yeah. what is next Ooh. for you? Where do you want to take your um, platform next? Oh, um, I try not to think too much about the future because I think um, I start, I very much started this because I loved it and I started yeah. it because it was my passion. And I think, um, you know, I don't want to put too much pressure on it. Um, I just would say that I just want to carry on doing what I'm doing now. Absolutely, <laughs> and yeah. um, also, I just, I just want to build a community. And I just want to, I want to build safe spaces for particularly South Asian women um, to, to feel that sense of, you know, I'm big on like, I, I just, I think like sisterhood is so powerful. And I think yeah. if we can, if we can cultivate, some feeling of that um we can literally like you know sounds like cliche but we can literally change each other's lives yeah and we can. I yeah so I think for me that's what a big focus is for me and it's about you know building that community and just carrying on screaming from the rooftops about all the things I care about and just sort of see where it takes me and um you know ideally yeah like I said is you know no matter what I do and no matter how I where I take this work that I do at the core is always going to be for brown women absolutely yeah and i love what you said about um sisterhood empowerment i think sometimes especially within the south asian community we tend to go against each other i think it's such a huge thing like jealousy and then there are so many other things i can kind of mention but i think once you get out of that toxic mindset and actually support everyone around you especially you know brown women i think we can definitely have such a even a greater impact so to say um so before we do finish i just want to ask you what is a personal mantra that you live by oh god that's a hard one <laughs> um, <laughs> um mm, it is tricky it is definitely tricky. yeah um i think a big one is for me is like what is meant for me will come yeah so whatever happens it's happening for a reason um so yeah, I think that's, I have a, I have to put a lot of faith into the universe. I think if I don't do that, I would go a bit crazy. You would, you would lose it. This is what I mean. I think especially as well as, you know, everything happens for a reason. I think that's something that I believe in quite strongly as well. And um, I think it keeps you sane on times when things don't go your way. I think the world just has um, a bigger plan. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you so much, Henna, for your time. Um, I feel very empowered and very inspired speaking to you. It's been a pleasure. Um, again, I think what you're doing with your platform and your voice and just, you know, you as an individual, I think it's 
amazing i think you're making such a big impact and i think we need more people like you to be brave and to be strong and to really put yourself out there because as i said before you know it's easy to um have that journey behind the scenes which is completely fine there's nothing wrong with that but to then put it onto social media and have you know so many people kind of um, have access to that is a whole other thing but you've done that beautifully and you've done that very gracefully as well thank you <laughs> <laughs> <Little> tear. <laughs> um, thank you so much um and thanks again for coming on to the podcast no worries thank you i love everything you guys do so oh thank you thank you so much it's always really nice to hear that uh well have a lovely rest of the day and i'm sure we'll speak sometime soon again yes hopefully perfect thanks henna bye bye, bye.